You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you Foxborough faithful. You are now locked into the Locked On Patriots podcast. It is Monday, April 5th, 2021. And because it's Monday, you know that not only are we going to muse the draft here on Locked On Patriots, but it is also hashtag Locked On Murph Monday on your daily home for news notes and analysis infused with the occasional opinion on your six-time Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. Locked On Patriots is presented today by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Greetings and salutations, Patriots Nation, and thank you for kicking off yet another work week with me right here on the Locked On Patriots podcast. My name is Mike DeBate, your host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, which of course is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And that phrase, your team every day, means that your questions, your comments, your feedback are always welcomed and very much appreciated. So share that feedback and send it to the internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-F-P-C. And while you're out there doing some Monday meddling through the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at LO underscore Patriots. Pats Nation, I hope you all had a great weekend. And each day that passes in April is one day that gets closer to the 2021 NFL Draft. Thursday, April 29th, the opening round of the draft coming to you from Cleveland, Ohio. And each and every team in the NFL right now has high aspirations for the draft. That includes your New England Patriots. And throughout the past few weeks here on the pod, my guests and I have been doing our best to prognosticate what the Patriots might do, whether it be providing player profiles or taking a look at the Patriots roster and determining the positions of greatest need. But one thing we haven't done just yet, and this was a pretty big hit last year, is ask all of you, the great listeners out there on Locked On Patriots, to put on your Patriots general manager hat and share your mock drafts with the Locked On Patriots familia here. Well, because we are now only 25 days away from the 2021 NFL Draft, I thought this would be the perfect time to once again reinstate Monday's interactive mock draft exercise. So all of you out there, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is between now and 5 p.m. on Friday, April 9th, to complete a seven-round mock draft for your New England Patriots and submit it one of two ways. You can submit it by email, lockedonpatriots at gmail.com, or you can submit it by Twitter DM, at LO underscore Patriots. And yes, folks, the Locked On Patriots Twitter accounts DMs are open for business. And one week from today here on the pod, April 12th, We'll be evaluating and grading the submissions that make the cut right here on the Locked On Patriots podcast. And I say we because that selection committee is not only just yours truly, folks. We all know that Mondays are for Murph here on Locked On Patriots. So my good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy and I, will be evaluating those drafts and sharing our opinions on the picks that intrigued us most. So, just because Murph and I don't mock the draft, doesn't mean you're not allowed to mock the draft. The return of Mock Draft Monday here next week on Locked On Patriots, fueled by the chance to have your great work featured on next Monday's episode. But, 
Today is still Monday, meaning that there's still some draft musings to be done. And fear not, folks, it is definitely still hashtag Locked on Murph Monday as the Green King of Sting joins me here in just a moment to discuss the men in the middle. And no, folks, for the first time in a long while, we're not talking about quarterbacks. We're talking the interior of the lines, the offensive line and the defensive line. And if you're thinking to yourself right now, Murph and Mike have talked offensive line prospects in the draft. They've talked defensive line prospects in the draft. You're absolutely right. But Murph and I have not talked about either since the Patriots went on their free agent spending spree a couple of weeks ago. That reset a lot of the Patriots' positional depth charts. And because of that, today Murph and I will take a fresh look at the interior of the offensive line. We'll take a fresh look at the interior of the defensive line and determine which prospects might fit in best with the new addition free agents the Patriots have brought in, as well as the incumbents they either have on the roster or they've brought back via free agency. Folks, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Skill positions may get the headlines, but championships are won on the lines. The offensive line and the defensive line. And today, Murph and I share our thoughts on some hidden gems on both sides of the ball that could help fortify the Patriots in each department for many years to come. So sit tight and settle in, as it's not only musing the draft Monday, it's not only hashtag locked on Murph Monday, but it's also middleman Monday. Murph and I talk offensive and defensive line draft prospects when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, Locked On listeners, football games on the field may be over, but the NBA and the NHL are in full swing. And when you want to put your prognostication skills to the test, there is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. But BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They give you real-time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Simply put, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, all the scores, and all the odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and what makes it even better is that it's free to sign up. Head over to their website, BetOnline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in on the action. Go to BetOnline.ag today, sign up, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on that's promo code locked on bet online your online sportsbook experts locked on listeners get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the locked on today podcast host peter bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts follow the locked on today podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts Patriots fans, in just 25 days, including today, your New England Patriots will join 31 other NFL teams in attempting to find their stars of the future. The upcoming 2021 NFL Draft, Thursday, April 29th, kicking it off from Cleveland, Ohio. And speaking of kicking it off, draft coverage here on the pod is about to be kicked up a notch here on Locked On Patriots. And today's the perfect day to raise the bar because... It's Monday, and you know what that means. It's that time again. Your favorite and mine, my benefactor in this business, the only guest on this pod with his very own branded hashtag, folks, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy, is back for his weekly appearance here on Locked On Patriots. Thank you for coming to me in friendship and for joining me today, Don Murph. Always a pleasure to kick off the week with you, my friend. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having me back. 
the pleasure is all mine. You never have to thank me for having you back. Locked on Murph <laughs> Monday is among my favorite days of the week, and there's good reason for that. We get to talk ball. We get to kick off the week here on Locked On Patriots, and people seem to enjoy it. So, you know, what better, what more can you ask for? <laughs> uh, and it's, uh, but we make Mondays fun. You know, what can we say? Hashtag Locked On Murph Monday is a hit across the network. We love it here. And again, folks, as a reminder, it's also musings on the draft Monday here on the pod. Because Murph and I don't mock the draft. We don't make fun of the draft. It's a kind reminder that we muse the draft here on Locked On Patriots. And we will be musing the draft. Of course, in the introduction to today's podcast, bud, I let everyone know that all of our listeners are free to mock the draft if they'd like to. They're going to be sending in some mock drafts over the course of the next week. And next week here on the pod, we'll have a little fun with them. We're going to start to grade and start to talk about some of those mock drafts that we receive throughout the course of the week. And uh, Murph and I will give you our opinions of that right here next week on Locked On Patriots. But this week, I want to pull on your wealth of knowledge once again, Budney. Offense, defense, special teams, you bring the knowledge. You're nearly never wrong. So how much better can it get than absorbing your wisdom and counsel here on this Monday? And I get a special treat for you, buddy, here today on the pod. Uh, we're going to revisit oh, a subject right. that is very, very near and dear to your heart. Uh, we're going to talk about the lines, uh, specifically <laughs> the interior of those lines, both on the offensive line and the defensive line. Now, you and I have both said many times that championships are won on the lines, and I had thought that the Patriots would be very active in improving those areas, maybe even using early draft capital to do so. But the Patriots have invested a lot of fiscal capital to upgrade the lines during free agency. Um, so because defense wins championships, I'll tell you what, bud, let's start there. The Patriots have some incumbents on this roster. Big move bringing back Lawrence Guy, continuity, stability, really anchors the interior, I think, of that defensive line. The re-signing of Dietrich Wise Jr. on the edge, that's big as well. Um, Chase Winovich, obviously, <clears throat> coming back. That edge hybrid linebacker type, he's going to be a factor on the line. He always is. But the Patriots also have some veteran contributions as well, depth pieces. Guys like Carl Davis, Tayshawn Bauer, Byron Cowart, uh, name that you don't hear that often but he's still on the line as well someone that is capable of making big contributions just to name a few but the patriots have some new guys that are bringing some pedigree too but <laughs> davon godchow henry anderson montrevious adams all are going to help to mitigate the loss of adam butler he took his talents to south beach but the patriots did a good job of bringing in guys that are veteran savvy players that can plug those holes in the interior Murph, before free agency, I thought this was going to be the area that the Patriots might target, even with a number 15 pick. But now when you look at the roster as a whole, you look at their needs, um, I think they might have better fish to fry at number 15 than the interior of the defensive line. But that's just me. Uh, I still think they're going to address the position, don't get me wrong, folks, but just not as early as I thought. But again, Murph, what say you, in your infinite wisdom, buddy, First of all, do you think the Patriots are going to look for help in the draft on the interior of the defensive line? And if so, who's caught your sharp eye now that the Patriots have made some additions through free agency? Yeah, I do. I do think that they are going to um, going to address this this what is still in need. Um, what the Pats have right now is is a veteran laden group that um, is going to need some backup. We're going to need some blows. Um, and the way Bill went about 
free agency and bolstering that um, show, told me, you know, exactly what I was thinking earlier. There, there, there's not a lot of, of high-end talent that you're going to want to risk in this draft on the interior of the of the defensive line. There's some good ball players, but there are a lot of guys that, that just opted out or had bad years or got injured, and you're really not sure if they're going to bounce back as well or as quickly as you would want somebody that you're going to take in the first or second round. Um, even if they, even if the Pats do trade back from the 15th pick, which a lot of people are saying that they they might be able to do or they they are going to do, I should say. But there's talent out there, and and I'm looking forward to maybe some day two noise made at this position. Um, uh, Levi is, I can't even pronounce his last name. Alzarike. Alzarike. <laughs> Yeah, Zarike, thank you very much. You know, out of Washington, he he sat out the 2020 season, but he had a a really decent um, uh, showing at the Senior Bowl during the week. People liked him a lot. I I liked what I saw. Nixon, the the, the defensive tackle out of Iowa, I love in the third round. You know, he was really good for Iowa in 2020. He got to the quarterback, and he's he's getting much much better at learning to shed blocks and get to um, into those lanes to stuff the run. I really like him a lot in, in this upcoming draft. It, it, again, later in the draft. And then there's Jay Tufel, the deten- defensive tackle out of USC. And he did – he had a good junior year. He did not – opt back in when uh, USC did, but he could be a second-day pick uh, for the Patriots that that could raise a few eyebrows, but could also end up being a steal in, in the third or fourth round. Great insight. Absolutely great insight. And I agree with you. I think if the Patriots are going to address this uh, situation in the interior of the defensive line, then I think they will do so at the earliest, probably on day two. I've actually had my eye on some day three prospects. And one of them that was brought to my attention that I did a little homework on here over the Easter weekend uh, was to Daryl Slayton of the University of Florida, someone who is an impressively built interior defensive line prospect. Um, He's listed at 360, which to me, when I looked at him, he looks a little slimmer than that. He doesn't look 360. I would have eyeballed him probably around maybe 320, 330, but he is listed. I guess he carries mm-hmm. his weight very well. Um, uh, you know, at this point, from what I saw with him, leverage to me is really what stood out with uh, uh, with Tadaro Slayton and someone that I think could end up being a decent pick for the, uh, uh, for the New England Patriots. He's... Yeah. Great at the power at the point of attack. He's got great power there, and he really, I think, makes it difficult for a lot of teams to double team him, move him off his spots. Um, he's a true heads up zero technique. He really thrives with maintaining both a gaps. But as a run defender, I think he would be a good addition to this team. He's not going to be a I guy. Agree that's going to get you a lot of value on third down. He's primarily a two down defender. Um, He's not really good in obvious passing situations. And as a run defender, I think he can be a project, but he's not without his, um, he's not without his slights either folks. Uh, 
a lot of people say that he fails to make an impact uh, with single blocks, uh, meaning that he's not reaching out. He can be exploited through the gap a little bit. He has the arm strength to reach out to do that, but he often doesn't do it. And because of that, the effort sometimes is questioned and sometimes the runner can exploit that. There's something to me there that does have the talent. He just may be a little bit more long-term of the prospects. So Slayton was someone yep. that I've been asked about quite honestly, and I really wanted to do my homework over the weekend and talk about the positives, the negatives. He really does fit the scheme fit as a 3-4 nose tackle. So if the Patriots wanted right. to get that nose tackle of the future, someone that they can groom into that position – I love Slayton's size. I love his his arm strength. I love his arm length. To me, those are things that really could endear him to Bill Belichick and that defensive coaching staff. But he's going to be a project. He's not going to be someone that's going to be able to come in here and help you on day one. So, no, I agree. He's, he's he's a great fit in a three four. He can work in a four three also. Um, he had he had you know a very good 2019, but no, everything that you brought up as, as to, I don't want to call them slights, but as to, you know, weaknesses, let, let's just put it that way. Right. Um, there, there are things that he needs to work on, but we're, we're talking, we're talking round four and five here, people. We're not, we're not talking about the 15th pick in the draft or the 30th pick in right. the draft or even a top 40 pick in the draft. Um, this is a guy that'll come in, whoever the Patriots go with here and is going to end up being a contributor, but not a, um, not somebody that is, is going to be depended on to, to carry the defensive line. Yeah, absolutely. And when you take a look at some of the, uh, the players that have been, uh, you know, on this, uh, uh, this team, like we said, like a Carl Davis, Tayshawn Bauer, Byron Cower, guys that can come in, give you, uh, depth along those positions the Patriots still really yep. to me even with the additions that they've made lack that true number one guy in the middle because Gottschall I think is really a more of a natural guard I think he's going to play the middle and I think he's going to do it well but at the same time you want to have depth at that position and that may be an area that the Patriots look to exploit so who knows if you have thoughts folks we'd love to hear them here on the pod even someone that is a very good fit for the New England Patriots along the interior of the defensive line. Murph and I have kind of tipped our hand as to where we think, but uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Buddy, we love talking the D-line. It's a lot of fun to talk D-line. It's interesting, but it's only part of our show today because in just a moment, Murph and I will continue to muse the draft here on Locked On Patriots because, again, it's Mock Draft Monday, but we do not mock it. We muse the draft. And next, we're going to discuss the opposite side of the ball the interior of the offensive line. How will the Patriots use the draft to help set the future at the position? We'll hear my good friend's thoughts on the subject when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Pets fans, I know you're familiar with the phrase often imitated but never duplicated. Just look at the six Super Bowl championship banners adorning Gillette Stadium and you'll know that only the best can provide the best and the only ones who can provide the best healthy, low-calorie, and, if we're being honest, most importantly, delicious treats to satisfy all of your snacking needs are the ones who provided the best in the first place. Built Bar. 
No one can do it like they do it. 100% real chocolate. Soft, easy to chew. And Built Bar is not only low calorie and low sugar, but it's also high protein and high fiber. Great for all of you following the keto lifestyle. Built Bar has no crazy additives, half the calories of its most popular competitors, and get this, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer sugar grams, and more protein. So prepare your taste buds for wow and make Built Bar your go-to protein bar right now. Visit BuiltBar.com to place your order and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Don't delay. Do it today. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Locked On listeners, it is April, and the Locked On NFL network of podcasts is shifting into draft mode. And keep a sharp eye from April 19th through the 23rd for the ultimate 2021 mock draft featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and Michael Lombardi. Find out who trades up, who trades back, and who selects the next young star. Stay tuned for more info about where you can find the ultimate 2021 mock draft. That's Vance Thomas Murphy joins me here today on the pod. Hashtag Locked On Murph Monday in full effect. And bud... In the previous segment, we talked about players that have caught our sharp eye on the interior of the defensive line. But this year coming up, that O-line for the New England Patriots may end up having the toughest job in the NFL, protecting whoever is going to be their signal caller upcoming in 2021. This is a stacked group, and that says a lot. If you can say that this unit improved this offseason despite losing a guy like Joe Tooney, to me, that says it all as to how the Patriots have really helped to solidify that offensive line. Tooney might have been their best pure lineman, but this team is so deep on the O-line right now. You look at Isaiah Wynn, Michael Wainu, they're projected to be the men to the left side. David Andrews, back is the interior, that anchor in the middle. Shaq Mason, Trent Brown on the right. And then you talk about depth. These guys have depth along that line. Ted Karras coming back. Justin Harone, Corey Cunningham, Yanni Kajus, those are just a few. They have even options that they may even consider and still guys on this roster that may be able to crack out a roster spot. But Murph, if we're being honest, and I hate to do this, I got to kind of rain on the parade a little <laughs> bit of Pats Nation. Uh, there are some health concerns with more than just one of these linemen. Uh, Wynn has an extensive injury history. Trent Brown has had some issues with health over the course of the last few seasons. David Andrews is just two years removed from missing the entire season with blood clots in his lungs. Yanni Kajus' pro career has essentially been defined by injury. So, again, the Patriots have to at least take those concerns under account when they're making draft selections later this month. Again, unless that can't-miss lineman falls on their lap when they pick early in this draft, it's probably more likely that they're going to use that mid-round range for help along the line. And because we're staying toward the middle, you know, middle Monday, and you know I love the alliteration, bud. It's great. You know, you were an English major. You can appreciate that alliteration. Yeah. Um, I'm asking you, my good friend, to look into that big green Murphyan crystal ball. Who has your sharp eye as a good fit for the Pats on the interior of the offensive line for 2021? Yeah, Wyatt Davis. Um out of Ohio State, man. I love this kid. He's 6'4", 315. Um, he, he's got – he put up a nice 40 time the other day. But he this, this kid is a bull in the – in the um, when it comes to grading the, the rows for, for 
what I expect to be a very prolific run offense for the Patriots this year. I love this kid. Um, what he's done uh, he, occasionally in, in, in pass protection, he'll give up a couple of sacks, but his, his, that could need improvement out of anybody coming into the league. But what he's able to do in the run game, I think he's going to be able to come in here, redshirt a year, and do a really, really fine job for Bill. Um, Aaron Banks, the guy for the guard from Notre Dame, I really like um, a lot. He played really well for the Irish this year. He's a, he's a fantastic run blocker at the point of attack. He's got a good punch to him, uses his size really well. Um, I think he's going to slip in at a right at right guard, but we could see he's also somebody that played a little bit of center earlier in his in his lifetime, and that could do something. You know, the other guy Hennessy on the other side, um, you know, again maybe later in the third or fifth round. Um, Quentin uh, Marinez out of out of Wisconsin. He's somebody that is is intriguing. But I wouldn't say somebody that I would go after before the fifth round. There, there's help out here. There's depth out here. And we all know what this team has been able to do with guys that we weren't even looking at earlier in, the, uh, you know, in, earlier in their career as to what they're able to do here. I, it, it's, it's a fantastic group. Um, but it's also a group that's going to take time to mature. Without question, it is a group that's going to take time to mature. And I love the uh, the suggestions that you've made. Uh, a few of the guys that you've mentioned, obviously, Wyatt Davis, one of the top prospects in the interior of the offensive line in the draft coming out of Ohio State. Lots to like with him. Um, you know, you mentioned Aaron Banks coming out of uh, Notre Dame. He's another guy that a lot of people have had their eyes on. We talked about Trey Hill not too long ago here on the uh, uh, the pod. Right. There's somebody had asked me the other day about Drake Jackson, and by my own admission i hadn't really given him as much of an eye because i always thought that he fit that inside zone heavy rushing attack so well wasn't sure if the patriots were going to commit to that long term and say that drake may be the guy in under center because i think he can be a starting yeah. center in this league coming out of the university of kentucky wasn't sure if the patriots would make that leap and then i started to look at him a little bit more um short area mobility Tremendous football savvy, and that's something that Bill Belichick loves, especially along the offense, the offensive line. Um, that's something that Dante Scarnecchia preached consistently. Cole Popovich, Carmen Brasillo have really kind of continued that trend. So I looked at him a little bit more, and I think that when you look at it um, – Someone that could be a plug-and-play, uh, he might be a starter in a more pass-happy environment, but at the same time, he's a very well-rounded center prospect. And I've always had my eye on centers the last couple of years, uh, really since 2019, and, and uh, uh, you know, David Andrews' problems that he's had. I've been looking at guys that could come in and play the center position. Last year, you and I absolutely were salivating over Cesar Ruiz, uh, you know, coming yeah. in out of Michigan and being the guy that could be that plug and play in the center uh, of the, uh, again, you know, someone that I uh, uh, might keep an eye on Drake Jackson might be able to be had in the middle to later part of the NFL draft. Right. But uh, 
I like the the ability of him to handle one-on-one reps against the nose or against the combo, the type blocking schemes that guys can throw at him. To me, I think he can provide a solid amount of, uh, of protection and someone that could be a, uh, a projected target, especially if they're looking to shore up that center. I know they've got Ted Karras this year, folks. Right. I know he's going to be their swing, but at the same time, you also have to look to the future of that position. This kid could end up being a project that uh, the offensive line coaches may like. Uh, before I let you go, yeah, that's, buddy. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Before I let you go, buddy, uh, when it comes to both the offensive and the defensive lines, we've talked about that. You tipped your hand a little on the defensive line. If you're going all line, who would Murph take uh, along the uh, the center? Who would you prioritize? Uh, not necessarily in the interior, maybe even at the tackle position. Who do you like coming out of this draft now knowing what the Patriots have done to set this offensive line up for success in 2021? I would still love to see Roshan Slater here in a uh, Patriots uniform. <laughs> I really would. I know we're to, we're talking about later round picks and 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 of the ilk, but Slater to me is just the the best uh, lineman in the draft. He can play anywhere up and down the line. And um, I think at at fifteen, he's a steal. Landon Dickerson is somebody you know that I would look at as we were talking about a little bit earlier, somebody later in the end of the second, the third round, and um, and Creed Humphrey uh, out of Oklahoma. I really like him. He, he He's a center that could come in here and, you know, be that guy, you know, four or five years down the line for, you know, just as a depth move. There, we, you got to have somebody else, and we just talked that, there's only under contract for another year. So Creed Humphrey, he's somebody else that we could look at. Yeah, without question. And Humphrey is someone that I did do a lot of research on, or at least uh, a due diligence in taking a look at. Wide-bodied, interior blocker. He, to me, he can really succeed in that type of man-gap power scheme. Uh, and that could be an, uh, end up being a, uh, a good fit here as well. Limited uh, mobility as an athlete, but he does have the intelligence. He knows how to use his frame. Right. He can use his strength to his advantage. And again, very high football IQ. That's something the Patriots fans, that's something that the Patriots front office, and especially the offense values above all else. You see the linemen that come in here. These are guys that know who they are. They know how to play their position. They play it well, and they can be versatile. And I think maybe Humphrey, more so than Jackson, who I mentioned earlier, who really doesn't have a whole lot of positional versatility. Um, Creed Humphrey is smart enough to be able to play multiple positions, even though He's a natural center, and I think he could fit well in that scheme. So, excellent. You never disappoint, yep. buddy. You never, ever disappoint. This is why you're fan oh, thank you. on Patriots. This is why you have your own hashtag, folks. You want to know why I gave this man his own hashtag? He deserves it. You should already be following him, but for any of our new listeners, please follow my good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, on Twitter at TMurf207. Murph's monster keys have started to make a return, and Murph is starting to put out Perfect Patriot pieces right now. Yeah. Who would make that perfect Patriot? This week, folks, do not miss it. A great, great piece on Amari Rogers, receiver out of Clemson. I highly recommend Thank reading you. it. Spot on. Very, very good analysis. And again, anything the man does is always point, click, learn material. Proudly found on DieHardBostonSportsFans.com. So, folks, be sure to check it out. And I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you to never miss an episode of One Patriot's Place with Murph, our great mutual friend, my Patriot's Paisan, Steve Balistrieri, and, of course, 
the Countess of Claz herself, Miss Claire Clazy Claire Cooper. Buddy, what can I say? Thank you so much. I'm always honored, always humbled by your presence. Always my pleasure, my friend. Always my pleasure. And yeah, thank you for uh, for the little shout out on my perfect Patriots uh, pieces. Folks are out there looking for uh, for weapons, and I've got them. I've got them coming you, for you guys on both sides of the ball. You absolutely do. I, will, for one, would love to see Rogers in a Patriots uniform. Who knows? From our mm. lips to God's ears, maybe Bill will be listening because you know he's reading those keys. You know he's reading those perfect Patriots pieces. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I know he's doing it because you can see it in what the man does on the you know, on the field and in the uh, uh, the war room as well. Uh, Murph's in his ear, and I'm telling you, I know that. <laughs> But until next week, stay safe, stay well. When we get a chance to mock those who mock the draft. No, just kidding, folks. We're going to be very uh, good with uh, with grading. We promise not to mock anyone. There's no mocking going on here on Mondays. Uh, it's hashtag Locked on Murph. We bring the era of good feelings. Until next week, buddy, stay safe and well, and we look forward to talking ball with you again here on Locked on Patriots. Anytime, bud. Pats fans, one down and four to go here on this first full work week of April 2021. And even though we're a week away from the next hashtag Locked On Murph Monday, there is plenty of Pats coverage still to come to fill your week. So to ensure that you do not miss a single second of the action, follow the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as the Odyssey app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, just make sure that you are staying locked in to Locked On Patriots. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend Thomas Murphy for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, I thank each and every one of you out there so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until tomorrow, Foxborough faithful, stay safe. Stay well, continue to be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.